Good morning. Good morning, Main Street. Good morning. It is such a joy to be with you all this morning. Happy belated Thanksgiving. Happy first Sunday of Advent. We have a lot to uh, celebrate and be excited about, be hopeful for as we begin this Advent season. Uh, for those of you joining online, we're so happy that you've joined us as well. Uh, before we get started in our service, we do have a lot of announcements that we need to make you guys aware of. If you want to pull out your messenger here, we want to remind you about next week, Sunday, December 4th, we're having a combined worship service uh, for the Christmas cantata. So it'll be in here at 10 a.m. And following the cantata, we'll be having our uh, reception for Ed Walker, who has you know, served us so well for 35 plus years here at Main Street. So we're going to honor him and celebrate him and love him through a reception after our cantata, which will be at the, uh, in the fellowship hall following our service next week. So please make sure that you can be here. And if you want to give a love offering to him, you can see how to do so there in, in the bullets. And, and uh, I know he would appreciate that. Um, we also want to let you guys know that you guys took care of the Aldersgate children real quick with the wish book, and that is wonderful. But because of that, we decided to reach out to Child Protective Services as they have a Christmas wish list for foster care kids. And so we have a book out in the narthex for 10 kids who need, have needs that need to be met and, and a wish list as well. So if that's something that you want to take part in, that book is out in the narthex, and I'll be contacting you more about that as you sign up for a child. If you have questions or concerns about that, please let me know. But I know we'll be doing a a huge thing by helping them out this Christmas season. Today is the last day to purchase a Christmas poinsettia, poinsettia uh, in memory of or in honor of your loved one. So if that's something that you would like to do, please reserve or use the reservation forms that are in your pew pads. Um, this, I think it's the green form there. So if you have questions about that, let us know. But today is the last day to reserve that. Um, Christmas at Wesley, which I know Eric may touch on today, um, we, they want to help or us make a memorable Christmas for one of their international students. We, they have 66 students this year on their Christmas tree. Um, so if that's something that you would like to partake in, it's kind of like the Salvation Army angel tree where you would take a name off a tree and that you would provide the needs or the wishes of that student. Uh, you will see there the information that they need their gifts returned to the Wesley Foundation on December 5th. If you have questions or concerns about that, you can let Eric know, and we would love to help you uh, help provide a wonderful Christmas season for these international students. Uh, last announcement, we just want to remind our children's ministry uh, students and volunteers that we'll be having a potluck after this service in the fellowship hall. Um, and so um, if, you would, if you would just move right onto the fellowship hall right after this, we're going to eat, have a lot of fun, and just have a good time um, celebrating this season together. Whew, that's a lot of stuff, right? That's a lot of stuff. That's good. That's good. Um, I'm going to pray for us, and, and we're going to settle our hearts and kind of prepare ourselves for a wonderful time of worship. So let's pray. Dear God, we just thank you so much for this time. We thank you so much for the hope that is coming in the form of a baby as Advent season begins. We, we just pray that we can focus on that in this time. I know we all just come in from our families at Thanksgiving, whether we were loving or fighting, I don't know. But I pray that we just give all that we are and all that we have to you in this moment. Um, whatever's going on in our hearts, in our minds, in our spirits, in our families, in our work lives, whatever it may be, we just want to give it all to you right now so that we can experience you, so that we can engage you and encounter your love in a special way so that when we get out of these pews and walk outside of these walls that we can love the way you've loved us. We welcome you into this place, Holy Spirit. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen.
We light this candle as a sign of our hope, our joyous hope that can be restored. Our faith, strength, confidence, and joy restored as we watch and wait with all God's people for the promise to be fulfilled. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. For those living in the land of deep darkness, the light is gone. The light that is the word of God, God incarnate. Let us worship as we wait for the newborn King. O God, who anticipates our every need, help us as we once again anticipate the arrival of your Son. Through your guidance, may we find a new way to anticipate the arrival of our Lord in this holiday season. Amen. As you are able, could you please stand and join us in our hymn of praise, which is Come Thou Long Expected Jesus. Number 196.
Today our affirmation of faith will be the Nicene Creed on page 880 of your hymnal. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, one one being with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us and for our salvation. He came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, we acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Take a moment to welcome one another. Anybody else that's going to come join us today? Come on up here. 
I hope that you all had amazing Thanksgiving. You look like you have, and I am looking forward to sharing a meal with you in just a little while. Let's see, can everybody see? Hey guys, y'all get down on your knees for me. Get down on your knees so everybody can see. Thank you. Okay, now, when my boys were little, I loved to read books to them. Do you ever have anybody read a book to you? Or you used to have somebody read to you? Well, there was a book that I was gonna share with you this morning, and I got it all planned out, and then when I went to go grab the book, I think I have loaned the book to somebody, and the book will forever be missing, I'm afraid. So, y'all know how that goes, right? You know, they'll give it back, and then we don't get it back. But that's okay, somebody's enjoying it. So, that I could, could make sure that you knew what book I was talking about, I found the cover of the book, so I'm gonna show it to you, okay? Now, some of you have probably already read this book or had this book read to you at some point in time, okay? It's called The Giving Tree. Has, who has ever read that book? Oh, see, I told you. If you've ever read The Giving Tree, well, we don't, we don't have the book to read this morning, but in this book, there is a tree and there is a little boy, see? And the boy grows up in this book and every time he returns back to the tree, he, he needs something from the tree. So here, he was hungry and the tree's giving him a what? An apple, the tree's giving him an apple. Yeah, so in the very end of the book, this little boy has become a very old man, okay? And the tree, he has given everything to the tree, I mean, to the little boy as he's been growing up and now the tree is no more, the tree is a stump. And so the old man that once was the little boy was very tired and the tree let him sit on the stump. And do you know what? It made the tree very happy because he was still able to give something to the tree. Let's get that. Okay, now it's, it's kind of a happy story and it's kind of a sad story at the same time, but of all the stories that I know that talk about stumps, the giving tree is the second best story that I know. I know a better one than this. You, you know what? I know a better story than that one that has to do with a stump. Do you guys know what I'm talking what story I'm talking about? Y'all don't look very convinced that I know one. Okay, well I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to explain it a little bit, okay? Um, first of all, today is the first Sunday of Advent. And Advent means the arrival of an important event or an important person. So what important event are we waiting for? 
That's coming up. Tell me. Christmas, exactly. Okay, well, Advent is the time that's leading up to Christmas. And it's a time that we look back at the Bible passages where it was foretold that Jesus was coming, okay? And we learn about the wonderful gift. That's right, we can't open those presents that are under the tree until it is, until it is Christmas. But a prophet talks about the promise of a branch and that was going to come and was going to save everyone. Do you know who he was really talking about? He wasn't really talking about a branch coming to save everyone. Who was he talking about? Jesus. Talking about Jesus. Jesus was the branch. And the, uh, the Israelites, the people that were in Israel, they had kind of decided that they were going to do things their own way, and that kind of wasn't working too well for them, okay? And it was kind of like they lost all their privileges with God, and so they were a little sad about that, and it was kind of like a big, beautiful tree being cut down to a stump, okay? They didn't have any hope. It's like they just lost it all. And at that moment is when God told them that out of that stump, a new tree would sprout. And it would first be small, just like the little branch that's coming out of the side of a stump. And that is absolutely incredible because that, and he is going over the railing. Don't y'all love it? Come on. Come over here, Jonah. Come on. That's right. And that is to remind us that God keeps his promises. He kept his promise about Jesus, and he keeps his promises today. And so we are going to say a prayer. You ready to say a prayer? We're going to say a prayer, and we are going to head upstairs and there's something that we're going to do up there that I think you're really going to like. And then we're going to get to go eat. Okay? All right, let's bow our heads. God, thank you for your presence in each of our lives. And help us to remember the promises that have come true and those that will come true in the future. Just give us the patience to wait for all the good things to come. And in Jesus' name, we always pray. Amen. Let's go. Whoops.
Amen, amen. Well, before we uh, get into the life of the church, I couldn't see because of the pulpit, but I could have told you it was my kid that jumped over the railing. So, um, <laughs> preacher's kid, am I right? Okay, so um, now is the time in our service where we lift up those in and around our congregation who are needing prayer. We want to remind everybody of, of Dudley Dearman and Tim Cole as they go through cancer treatment. We pray for complete healing and strength as they go through what they uh, endure. We want to pray for Lauren Neldon as she experienced reverse shoulder replacement surgery. Um, so we want to pray for uh, a quick recovery with that. Uh, we also want to lift up uh, Miss Tina, Mr. E.J. Hoda, their family due to the, due to the death of E.J.'s sister, uh, Miss Fay, on uh, November 18th. We also want to remember the family of Jan and Ed Walker due to the sudden death of his son, David, on um, November 19th. Are there any more uh, prayers or requests that you'd like to lift up during this time? Yes, ma'am. Uh, Kathy Nosaka. Kathy Nosaka. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Carrie Dame. Carrie Dame. Carrie Dame. Yes, sir. Okay. Thank you. All right. If there's not any more requests, requests, let us pray. Almighty God, grant that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Guide the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Give us all a reverence for the earth as your own creation that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others and to your honor and glory. Bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours and grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as Christ loves us. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit, including those we've mentioned today. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. Now let us pray the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Now I'd like to welcome our ushers up for our tithes and offerings. Let us pray. Dear God, during this time of, of thankfulness that we've experienced in this last week, this reminder to be grateful and thankful for all the blessings that we have, help us to re be reminded of that even as we go past this Thanksgiving season, to be thankful every day, to be counting the blessings that we have um, and, and what we've experienced through what you've given us, God. And we pray that in this time that we return what is given to you, we pray that we give not just of our finances, but of, of our time, of our talents, of our resources to honor you, to love you, and to be the hands and feet that you have called us to be as your church. We ask that you bless these gifts which you are about to receive that, so that you can do with, you, uh, do with them what you will. We love you so much, and it's in Jesus' name that I pray. 
Amen.
And all God's children say, amen, amen. amen. If I can take a little point of privilege uh, and uh, recognize some guests that we have in our midst. And uh, we have some guests that have been working at the Wesley Foundation for about two weeks now. And they have one more week left. And they're part of a group called the Nomads. And they're usually doing disaster recovery, but they are working diligently at the Wesley in unique ways. So if you will, let's give them a hand and thank them for their hard work. One of your very own, uh, Jack Riley Grace, imagined a, uh, a, had an idea for our worshiping, wrote it down on a piece of paper and drew it up, and the nomads made it come true, and it's to help facilitate our worship and our worship in the round. So uh, if you watch the pictures and you see those pictures, there's a nice trinity symbol in the middle of our worship space, and the nomads made that happen, as well as other uh, unique items at the Wesley. So come by. See what's going on, get a cup of coffee, and thank you, Nomads, for helping us do ministry to the fullest here in Hattiesburg as United Methodist. Also, thank you to the Deer family for helping us begin the Advent season by lighting our hope candle and making these rhythms uh, form and shape around the day of Christmas and the Advent and the pre preparation that we're all finding ourselves in as a church. And so Main Street takes slow steps this Advent season and make slow steps toward Christmas together, hand in hand. This morning, our scripture comes from Matthew 24, verses 36 through 44. So if you have your Bible, open it up. If you have your app on your phone, scroll to it, highlight this, and read it a little later on if you want to throughout the week. And as we make our way through this Advent season, the text pointing us toward Christmas and pointing us toward an expectation and a readiness that we all need. Hear the scripture today. But about that day and hour, no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. For as the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For in those days, before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage until the day of Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away. So too will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two, then two will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding meal together. One will be taken, and the other will be left. Keep awake. Therefore, you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this. If the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would have not left his house broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the sun that has risen in this new day that has begun. And we gather in this space as the hands and feet of Jesus 
surrounding around the resurrected one, seeking his presence in our midst, and being empowered by the Holy Spirit to go out into this world as the hands and feet of Christ present in this world. May you strengthen our resolve. May you provide hope where we need it, love in the depths of our heart, joy in our soul, and may we all gather to confidently express our faith. Christ be present, and Christ go before us. Be this your day, and all God's children say, amen. It's Advent. It's begun. The first candle's been lit, and every Sunday from this point on, each candle will point us toward Christmas. That day that we all gather and celebrate the day that we gather and celebrate, and it brings us not only joy in our families, but it brings us joy in our soul and points us, and we're thrust toward Easter. We're pointed and positioned toward Easter, and we all journey, and it's a beautiful thing. Last Sunday, we celebrated Christ the King Sunday, and now we roll into the season of Advent, looking for Christmas season, Epiphany and off into Lent, longing for Easter. But Christmas sets the tone. And Advent prepares our hearts for Christmas. And Christmas sets the tone for Easter. Now, a few years ago, Christine and I, we were up in Kentucky and we packed our little small Honda coupe full of our clothes for the week, and we headed out on Thanksgiving break to the 13-hour drive to Ocean Springs. And we packed the car full, and we were ready to make that journey. We filled up the tank, we put the GPS in, and it said 13 hours. And we had to go from Lexington all the way down through Nashville, Birmingham, to Ocean Springs. And it was a 13-hour long trip. And I was going to fit in this very small, very limited space car on this 13-hour trip. We had everything we needed, and here we go. We were hoping to make it in 13 hours. And we had that hopeful anticipation that we would arrive at our destination in just the nick of time before patience wore thin. What are you hoping for? What is it that is stirring hope in your life right now that you're longing for that you need and that you need to cultivate right now? What is it that you are hopeful for in this moment? Where are you placing your hope to confidently move you toward your goal and your destination? As the church, we all hope and we long, and we find hope with each other, with the person to your left and to your right, the church. And we go out into the world, and we hope, and it's our Activity is the hands and feet of Jesus that stirs on hope in this world. 
What are you hoping for this Advent? What are you hoping for before Christmas? What are you hoping for as we point and position ourselves toward Easter? This morning, can you turn to your neighbor to the left and to your right, and can you say, expect Jesus? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Main Street. I'm a basketball player by nature, and I got a little coach in me. That didn't sound too excited looking for the advent. Can you turn to your neighbor and tell them to expect Jesus and stir a little hope? That's what we're all looking for. That's what we're all longing for, to expect Jesus. We hope for it. We long for it. We wait. We prepare. We get ready. And in the midst of our preparation and waiting and sitting and being on the journey together, Jesus shows up time and time again. Are we expecting Jesus to show up? And are we seeing and realizing where Jesus is showing up? This text, as Jesus is talking to his disciples and, and setting everything out for them, and this three little episode of Noah and the ark and the individuals vanishing and the thief coming in the night, he's laying something out perfectly for his disciples. He's setting the tone perfectly for them to wait, to wait patiently, to wait and be awake in our waiting. Now, there's one thing that I've learned with James and Emily. There's not a whole lot of waiting. There's not a whole lot of waiting, especially once we put the tree up. There's not a whole lot of waiting going on when the excitement begins to stir. It's hard. It's hard to wait. It's difficult. We want things now. We want things in the moment. We want to press the button and Amazon show up at the package that day. We're, we're so bound and wound around the idea that it comes now. But the kingdom is slow. The kingdom takes time. The kingdom is a slow, moving, inwardly focusing, slow steps that calls and beckons us to it. It's not quick and it's not fast. It's not going to come like that. But we wait being awake. We wait being awake and fully prepared for the kingdom that is being ushered in. The kingdom that is breaking loose. This Advent, may it not be the same Advent as last year. This Advent, may it not be the same Advent as the year before or the year before. 
introduce something new into this rhythm of waiting for Christmas. Introduce something new into your rhythm as an individual, as a family, and as a church. You've already told each other, expect Jesus. That's something new. Now make new steps together. What Jesus is calling his disciples to and what he's calling you to and he's calling the church to is to pay attention. To pay attention to self. To ask questions of self. How are you doing? How is your soul? How are your steps? He's asking questions of you to pay attention to neighbor. Who are you serving? How are you serving them? In what ways are you going to the world with your hands open in service and gratitude? And then to pay attention to God. How is God moving in and through you? And how is God moving in and through this world, through the church? Pay attention. Now, I learned something uh, early on with basketball. And uh, it was something that Thanksgiving came and Thanksgiving was going to come around on that Thursday. And I learned very quickly uh, to watch what I eat because basketball practice was going to come probably Friday or Saturday, maybe Sunday. And there was always that manager that would run in and say, hey, we've got an easy basketball practice today. I saw the schedule. It's just a walkthrough. You guys take it easy. You're good to go. Always pay attention to those that think they know how the th game plan's going to go. That was always the roughest practice possible right after Thanksgiving. When Thanksgiving rolls around, I begin to think, okay, pace yourself, watch yourself. You're going to have practice. You might have to run a few lines and a few up and downs. This text is less about paying attention to the end times and more about paying attention to you in this time. It's more about paying attention to self, neighbor, and God in this moment in our waiting together, in our longing and belonging together. As we're all positioning and making steps toward Christmas. How's your hope? How's your joy? How is your faith being found and met in expecting Jesus? Now, I'm excited about Christmas. I'm excited about Epiphany and Lent and Easter on its way. May we journey well together as a church bound together. This text is about waiting. This text is about being awake and ready with our hands and feet ready to get out on mission and ministry wherever God is calling us. And as you leave these walls, that door, that door, or maybe on the backside of the church, you're going to meet somebody. You're going to see somebody. Monday morning is going to come very quick. Friday is going to roll around. Are you expecting Jesus in that moment as you meet that individual that needs you to be 
full of God's grace, full of all the hope that God provides, full of all the longing and salvation that Christ provides. Go to that person. Run, walk, or crawl. Join that person. Serve that person. Love that person. Be the church that Christ has called us to be in our waiting. And in that waiting of thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Serve well. Serve faithfully. It's the season of Advent. It's the season of preparation. It's the season of getting ready. Because there's that beautiful thing that we celebrate on Christmas Day where God stepped into time, where God stepped into space, where God became fully God and fully human for us, the incarnation, Jesus. It sets up everything that we long for for Easter. Without the Christmas, without Christmas and without the incarnation, Easter fails in comparison. Christ being born, Jesus living and breathing gives us all the hope that we can ask for. And then Easter rides, rides in and brings everything that we don't want to admit. That we need a Savior. That we need a King. That we need someone greater than ourselves to prepare the way. And that's who we place faith in. And that is what we long for. Easter's coming. Christmas is around the corner. Expect the risen Jesus to meet you and us in this season. It's a beautiful thing. Let's hope well. Let's hope as a church well. And let's do so hand in hand as the body of Christ breaking loose in this world. And all God's children say, amen. Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and this season that begins. We look forward with an expectation. We journey with an expectation that you will meet us. We hope with an expectation as the church. May you meet us. May we celebrate. And may we stand up joyfully with a triumph praise of your work in our lives, in the very depths of our soul. May our rhythm set up perfectly exactly how we need to meet you and expect you this season. Christmas is coming. May we prepare for that. Christmas is coming. May we prepare for you to be birthed anew in our heart and soul in a unique way. And all God's children say, amen. If you'll stand together, let's sing a hymn of Emmanuel, Emmanuel on him, 204. We'll sing that together twice.
hear this blessing, this benediction as you go out into the world. May you run and may you run well. May you journey well. May you walk together hand in hand well. And may we hope together as the church near and far, ushering in thy kingdom come and thy will be done each and every step of the way. And all God's children shout, Amen. Amen.